Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. everybody welcome to conservative mama podcast i am your host sarah b and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy the lies of feminism and of course the destruction that is basically everything the progressive left touches says does and acts on um and how do we do that we do it by fighting back with f-bombs and i don't mean those f-bombs that we're not supposed to say out loud or in front of our children i mean the ones that really focus us on the things that matter faith family, friendships, fitness, Lord knows I need to get into a gym, uh, and of course, now more than ever, freedom. And we can't forget Friday, which is today. It is January 28th. That makes this Friday, Friday, or Friday, fun day, however you want to say it. Um, and gosh, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Um, I didn't dig up too much information on this because I thought it would be a little bit more fun just to shoot from the hip. But um, we are going to jump into this ridiculous topic of did we or did we not land on the moon? But before we jump in, I want to share a little bit with you guys. Um, First of all, um, Conservative Mama podcast and myself, Sarah B., uh, I am one and the same. We stand with the uh, Canadian truckers and the American truckers who are on their way or have landed in Canada now. Um, And of course, in true chicken fashion, uh, Justin Trudeau has decided that he came in contact with COVID and has to hide in his basement, uh, taking his cues, obviously, from uh, sleepy Joe Biden. So if... If the truckers really were just a small fraction, like Trudeau tried to say, um, then why is he hiding? Why are you hiding out there, Justin, there, Mortimer Moose? What are you doing? Um, If they're just a small fraction of insignificant people, then why are you hiding from them, coward? So um, here's to Canada. Uh, You guys, you are absolutely getting a whole lot of respect from us Americans, we are watching, we are supporting you. Um, we're, we're waving our flags for you guys as well because um, everything that, um, that you have been put through to date is disgusting, it is totalitarian, and it is unconscionable. Um, and I really think at some point uh, Justin Trudeau should be arrested and tried uh, in the world court for crimes against humanity, very much like uh, f- most of the folks over at Pfizer, uh, um, NIH, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci, that goes without saying, and so on and so forth, right? Absolutely. And how can I say that with such conviction? Well, um, I don't know if you guys have been following, but if you head on over to Rumble, um, you can catch all four hours, 56 minutes and 27 seconds of the Senator um, Ron Johnson uh, hearing where he sat with a group of doctors from various backgrounds. You're talking cardiologists, uh, uh, ICUs, um, 
etc etc you have all kinds of expertise sitting there nurses are there you have victims there um, and they are discussing covid and the malfeasance that is uh the the medical system today um and they are talking vaccines and everything now um if you want to go over to rumble it is there are a couple of links uh that are offered hang on just a second there are a couple of links that are offered but i went to um uh, oh no, where did I go? Oh, okay. I went to setting brush fires um, because it, it appears that this individual put up the whole thing. But uh, I have spent the last two days listening um, to this. Like I said, it's almost five hours long, but I, you know, sit at a desk so um, I can plug that in and listen to it uh, while I work. Um, if you have the time, I strongly encourage you to, you know, even if it takes you like an hour here and there and it takes you all five days, you know, um, you do it, do it. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You owe it to uh, everybody you are coming in contact with. This is really solid information. Like I said, this is doctors. These are not crackpots. These are not tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists that, that, MSNBC and and CNN and and whatever they like to make fun of these are these are doctors and nurses who have put their entire lives on the line uh, their their licenses on the line to bring this information uh, and as it turns out uh, they have not been sitting idly by I know that um, some of you out there think that you know where are the doctors on this where are the doctors on that why aren't they standing up well they're getting threatened and as uh, one doctor uh I, I i'm not even going to attempt to say his last name um had said he, i think he's out of california that um if they prescribe uh ivermectin hydroxychloroquine if they recommend you know your your child who suffers from crippling anxiety uh not wear a mask if they if they make the wrong recommendation then um the board is going to review their license and he said, you know, this is worse than if I just got fired, because if I just get fired, I can go somewhere else. I can, you know, work at a different hospital. I could start my own practice. I could do any of those things. But if they remove my license, then I can't practice medicine ever again. And, you know, they're being strong armed into doing the wrong thing. And, you know, when the when uh, one of the older uh, gentlemen doctors kind of broke down and and was started to cry um he was working in the icu and they said basically you, you can't he, i think he spent some 35 some 38 years there and uh all of a sudden he got hamstringed uh he couldn't use these life-saving drugs um for uh saving the lives of covid patients now a lot of these life-saving drugs, as you guys know, um, ivermectin and, and and so many, so many others are just, they're, they're very, very inexpensive. And uh, they're used for a whole host of other uh, um, issues, right? Whether it's arthritis or anxiety or depression or, you know, um, I don't know, a whole host of things, right? They have so many different drugs to, for treatments and for early treatments and like the doctors have said you know no one needs to die from this we have the the drugs we've got the the technology we can do this whether it's through monoclonal antibodies whether it's through you know uh the 50 year old drugs that are sort of just being repackaged um 
we've got the technology. No one has to die for this. Early, early prevention works. Um, but this gentleman, he broke down. He said, you know, they, they, they basically hamstringed him. They told him he couldn't use any of the drugs he was using. And people were, were surviving. The COVID patients he had were surviving. Um, I think it was, a, you know, at the time, maybe he said it was a 50-50. But, they, but again, they're not coming in with, uh, they're not coming in for early treatment. They're coming in when this is a full-blown attack and they can't breathe anymore, uh, etc. So he says, you know, the hamstring, and one of the other doctors had the wherewithal to ask him, you know, could you prescribe those drugs for uh, non-COVID patients? And he said, yes, absolutely. This is only for COVID patients. And so many times during this four-hour uh, discussion with these doctors, um, you hear this again and again where uh, doctors are not allowed to practice medicine to save lives. It's, it, it, it appears that um, the entire goal of uh, medical uh, administrations, of the Biden administration, of the NIH, of the FDA and CDC, um, and so on and so forth, it's, it appears that the entire goal is mass casualties. So you really owe it to yourselves. Look into it again. Um, I went to this link. It's uh, setting brush fires. I don't know anything about this person. Um, they have a little black uh, icon. It says Sons of Liberty. I don't know anything else about this person's channel. I, it's not somebody I follow. Um, I just went looking for the Senator uh, uh, Ron Johnson interview, and there are there are tidbits. There are clips. So if you only want you know little little. Uh, nuggets then you can find those but i strongly suggest if you can carve out the time sit down and watch this you know like i said take 15 20 minutes and and do it in increments if you have to you know um it is so worth it it is so worth it uh it's just it, it's amazing it, and honestly it makes me furious because someone should be held accountable. In fact, more than some. It's not just one individual, so many individuals. So you owe it to yourselves. Please, please, please check this out. I am going to see if I'm having a little bit of problems with the website here tonight. My my computer's trying to tell me that I'm I'm not connected. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I've got to get the podcast on there. And I, I'm going to try to drop this link in the link section too so you can watch it, um, hopefully. Um, it may not, it might not work. I don't know. I've never tried to take a, uh, a rumble. No, maybe I, that's not true. It should work just fine. It might be just fine. Okay. I'm going to try it. But anyway, you can go to rumble. You can check it out. It's on there. Um, and you really owe it to yourself. Okay. All right. Um, I think that covers everything that I wanted to kind of go over. I'm just, I'm just so impressed by these doctors. Their, their knowledge base is just tremendous their their experience is just tremendous and you know it's just it's really refreshing to hear them fight back um because honestly i have to agree with the doctor who um who was in the icu oh ultimately they they removed his ability to work in a hospital so you know what do you do with that you spend your whole life training and working and then all of a sudden, you know, some bureaucrat comes down and says, nope, you're not going to do this. You, you don't know how to practice medicine, even though um, it's probably the same people who, have, who don't know anything about medicine themselves, right? 
But, um, you know, he said, the, I, I worked in the ICU all those years. He goes, the most dangerous place for people to be is in a hospital right now. And I think we've seen that. We talked about um, people who are getting taken off transplant lists because they're unvaccinated. Um, you see people who are being, uh, you know, almost forced to die, if not forced to die in other hospitals like the one in Minnesota. Um, nothing good, right? Nothing good. So don't go to the hospital. And I, I mean, if you're sick, if you are legitimately ill, it's the preve- it's the preventative treatment, but especially the early treatment, early treatment, get yourself a pack. you know, they have, oh, you know what? I do have something here I wanted to read to you guys. Um, early treatment is, is so much key and, and is so important. Uh, all the doctors keep stressing this. Uh, we knew this uh, three, four years ago, but now all of a sudden people have lost their minds. So I want to read you this. Uh, it is obviously not the only one, but this is the one that I jotted down. Um, you can go to myfreedoctor.com. That's my, M-Y, freedoctor.com. They will do early treatment. Um, they've treated over 150,000 patients. They, they can prescribe ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, monoclonal antibodies, uh, budesivine, uh, I think I'm saying that right, vitamin D, C, etc., etc., etc. But it's myfreedoctor.com. You can also go through uh, America's Frontline Doctors. They will also help you. Um, but I thought this one was pretty good because it's got the word free in it. Um, I'm sure the treatment isn't free. Like you have to pay for the, the prescription they give you. A, I would think. I don't know. But to talk to one of these doctors to get in front of them, um, whether it's a Zoom meeting or, or I don't know. But if you need that kind of uh, treatment, um, write that down. Myfreedoctor.com. Check it out. Listen to this Rumble video. Um, it could save your life. It could save your family's life. Please, please, please. I am absolutely begging you. Um, guys, we're not losing. We're not losing. People are waking up all over the world. They're waking up. You know, look at look at the UK. They dropped all the mask mandates. Um, look at Spain. They're dropping everything. Look around the world. People are waking up. We are winning on that front. I, I still remain dubious why push this hard only to draw back now, but you know what? We're still winning. I, you know, keep your head on swivel because, you know, who knows? They may have something else in the works, but for now we are, we're absolutely winning the, the mask and the, the vaccine um, rollback, which is fantastic. Um, so we're definitely winning that. You know, it sounds a little bit like uh, hypocrisy right there because I say, you know, keep your head on swivel, but it's just because uh, we've had Bill Gates, you know, touting a bunch of other threats um, and you just can't trust him. Um, we're winning on the on the school front too. CRT, I mean, state after state after mostly red state, um, they're pushing back against the whole critical race theory. And so parents, you're doing a great job. Get to those school board meetings, push back, push back, push back. Absolutely not. We are not teaching our children to be little racists. And that's what CRT does. Um, we're winning on that front. Uh, you know, hey, if you can homeschool, homeschool. We're absolutely looking at it for next year. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know that w- that's the route that we'll go, but we're absolutely looking at it and considering it. And if you guys can do it, 
you know, there are great communities, there are co-ops, there are all kinds of things out there. There are so many resources and don't think, oh my gosh, my child isn't going to get the socialization. They're not going to get this. They're not going to get that. Wrong. Wrong. That's not the case. It's not the case. There are so many communities. And as a matter of fact, um, since 2020, the number of children being homeschooled today has absolutely skyrocketed. And it's probably in part because parents had some time at home with their kids while their kids were doing some online learning and the parents actually got to hear what was being taught. And they were like, nah, we're done. So I'm sure that was some of it. It's probably not all of it, but it was maybe a factor, okay? So we're winning on that. Um, We are winning on Joe Biden. We're winning on this administration. Wisconsin just, uh, I think, pulled all of their electoral votes because um, they have determined that the drop boxes for the for the ballots was unconstitutional for the state. And so um, they've rescinded all of that. It looks like Pennsylvania is about to do the same thing and um, maybe even Arizona. Now, what does that mean for Joe Biden? I don't know. I don't know that this has ever been done in history. Um, I don't know. But um, I wanted to share that because, you know, in talking with some coworkers who talk to other coworkers, there is this deep sense of we're losing this battle. We're losing all the battles. And that is not the case. That is absolutely not the case. We're not losing. We're not losing. We're not losing. Okay. Oh, we've wasted so much time. But let's jump in. Okay. We're going to talk about the moon landing or not. Uh, really, we're just going to fly, fly with this. We're going to have a little bit of fun. Okay. So, um, would you believe it? There are a ton of people who don't believe that we landed on the moon. My husband is actually one of them. He does not believe that we've landed on the moon. Um, and I'll tell you why. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen some of the, the, there's some videos out there and I'm not vouching for any of them. It's just a little bit of a <laughs> back and forth here, right? There are some videos out there that demonstrate uh, the the lunar landing, right? They they pick they've got the pictures of the lunar landing, but when they're superimposed over some pictures of like the Arizona desert, they line up perfectly. So you've got some uh, lunar uh, cliffs or whatever in the background. I don't know, but they line up with I think it's the Arizona uh, mountain range. And that's pretty interesting. So I think that was one of the things uh, for him anyway. But of course, we've got so many questions. You know, why was the flag waving? Who was filming Neil Armstrong when he got out of uh, uh, the spacecraft, right? The Apollo, right? Who who was filming him? Because um, there was a camera there and we watched him step out. I always thought it was underneath the, the Apollo uh, lander anyway, but maybe not. Um and so this actually made it to uh, time. So if you go to content.time.com, you can check it out. And it says, uh, it's, ne- it's now been nearly four decades since Neil Armstrong took his giant leap for mankind. If, that is, he ever stepped foot off this planet. Doubters say the U.S. government, desperate to beat the Russians in the space race, faked the lunar landings with Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin acting out their mission on a secret film set located, depending on the theory, either uh, high in the Hollywood Hills or deep within Area 51. With the photos and videos of the Apollo missions only available through NASA, there's no independent verification that the lunar landings were anything but a hoax. Now, before you guys start rolling your eyes and poo-pooing the whole thing, I believe in I believe in the moon landing. That's great. 
I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying. Before you roll your eyes, just remember we've got a commander in chief who uses a fake, he uses a set to get his quote unquote vaccine. So you do what you want with that information. Okay, um, let's just continue here. It says the smoking gun film of Aldrin planting a waving American flag on the moon, which critics say proves that he was not in space. The flag's movement, they say, clearly shows the presence of wind, which is impossible in a vacuum. NASA says Aldrin was twisting the flagpole to get the moon soil, which caused the flag to move. And never mind that astronauts have brought back hundreds of independently verified moon rocks. Well, you know what? Um, Yeah, do we know that they're independently verified moon rocks. How do you know? What's the difference between a moon rock and an asteroid? I don't know. I thought it was all kind of the same stuff, but whatever. Okay, theorists have even suggested that filmmaker Stanley Kubrick may have helped NASA fake the first lunar landing, given that his 1968 film, 2001, A Space Odyssey, proves that technology existed back then to artificially create a space-like set. And as for Virgil, uh, Virgil I. Grissom, Howard A. Ed, good grief, Edward H. White, and Roger D. Chaffee, three astronauts who died in a fire while testing equipment for the first moon mission, they were executed by the U.S. government, which feared they were about to disclose the truth. Far-fetched as the hoax theory may seem, a 1999 Gallup poll showed that it's comparably durable. 6% of Americans say they thought the lunar landings were fake, and 5% said they were undecided. So, I don't know. Like I said, there are some videos out there that suggest we didn't land on the moon. They did... um, I know that they've taken some of those NASA photos, like I said, and they've put them up against, uh, um, I don't like, yeah, it could be the Hollywood Hills. Um, and, and there is this, um, point where they line up. So I, I don't know. You guys will have to check that out. I wish I knew where those were at. I've I've been looking for them and I cannot find them. So anyway, a friend of mine brought up some interesting points. Now, I don't think I need to disclose to you all that I am not an engineer. I am not a rocket scientist. Okay. Um, so I don't really know how anything works in space. Although, in full disclosure, I like shows about space. Um, I like to fall asleep to them. So I don't know how much learning I'm actually doing in the 30 seconds before I pass out. But um, I do like uh, how the universe was created. And I like those shows. So anyway, he brought up the good point, um, or I thought it was a decent point, about the uh, the rockets, right? I mean, if there's no um, oxygen in space, then how do you have, like, you know, the thrust and the fire from the rocket ship? So I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure if you, you know, you guys are so smart. If you know how that's possible, um, I'm willing to hear it uh, because I don't know. I don't know. I know some of you are just rolling your eyes like, oh my gosh, Sarah B, you are an idiot. That is true. (laughs) But um, I just, you know, if there's no oxygen, how is there fire? Hmm. I don't get it. So, all right. Anyway, I thought it was kind of funny. So where did it all begin? Um, this, this hoax and, and oh gosh, there's so many people, it, there's so many people that believe that the, that the moon landing was fake. Of course, what 
what would be the point of faking it? Well, you have to remember we were kind of in the Cold War with Russia and Russia had sent a cosmonaut to space, which, you know, beat us. Um, and we were pretty verklempt about that, right? I mean, never forget we brought over uh, Nazis from Germany to help further us in our space mission, among other things, right? Uh, Operation Paperclip, looking at you. So would it really be beyond the realm of the United States government that was already operating with Operation uh, Paperclip, right? Would it be beyond the scope of our three-letter agencies to fake a lunar landing um, to demonstrate to the Russians and everybody else that we were still the superior force um, to be reckoned with, right? If the Russians got a cosmonaut into space before us, which they did, um, allegedly, then we look weak. The Russians beat us at something, right? Oh my gosh, we're in this Cold War. The Russians have beaten us. Um, you know, bad for morale. It looks bad to the other, you know, countries because we're supposed to be a superpower, but here comes Russia, right? They they were like, well, you know, hey, we're, we're on the field here too. Um, even though they were behind us, you know, for the most part in, in other technological advances, but here, you know, they had beaten us um, to get somebody up into space. So would it really be beyond the realm of the three-letter agencies? Now, I know it's pretty far-fetched and it is really conspiracy theory, but these are the conspiracy theories that are fun. We have to remember, though, that uh, the CIA is responsible for putting LSD in the water sources to see how uh, civilians would react, right? They are also responsible for... Um, uh, you know, Project Mockingbird, where, uh, and I dare say that it's continuing on today, where they uh, controlled the media. They put key people in in positions they, they as plants so that they could uh, enact this propaganda garbage. But I think if you scrolled through mainstream media um, and you scrolled through local news channels and you hear them all repeating the same headline, same headline over and over, and I know you guys have seen clips of this, um, I think, you know, this Project Mockingbird is still continuing, or Operation Mockingbird, whatever you want to call it, right? It's still continuing. We're still, the American people have been infiltrated by the CIA, and most of our mainstream media has been totally corrupted by the CIA from this Project Mockingbird thing, and they are force-feeding us, essentially, just propaganda, um, and if you still don't want to believe that, take a look at the last two uh, years regarding COVID. So, you know, just saying. Uh, remember the Tuskegee experiments where they gave a bunch of black men syphilis and then they blacklisted them so that they couldn't get any medical treatment regardless of where they moved. So, you know, they moved to Ohio. They still couldn't get any treatment. Isn't that weird? Um, you know, and it just goes on and on. They eventually, you know, the... the three-letter agencies had to admit that uh, MK Ultra wasn't a conspiracy theory made up by a bunch of tinfoil hat-wearing crackpots after all. They had to admit that, yes, we have been doing mind control things and we've been focused on children and so on and so forth. So when the kids come out and they're like, I was controlled by, you know, the government and MK Ultra, and people are like, okay, um, that really happened. That really happened. You can go backward and uh, find the, the admission from uh, Bill Clinton. So, oops, we uh, now we know it's wrong. You know. So is it really beyond the scope 
of the three-letter agencies to do this, especially if they thought it was going to give them an edge on the Russians. So where did it all start? It started with a man called Bill Casing and his pamphlet about America's $3 billion swindle. It took about uh, 400,000 NASA employees and contractors to put Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin on the moon in 1969, but only one man to spread the idea that it was all a hoax. His name was Bill Casing. It began as a as a hunch and intuition before turning into true conviction that the U.S. lacked the technological prowess to make it to the moon, or at least to the moon and back. Casing had actually contributed to the U.S. space program, albeit tenuously, between 1956 and 1963. He was an employee of Rocketdyne, a company that helped to design the Saturn V rocket engines. In 1976, he self-published a pamphlet called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 Billion Swindle, which sought evidence for his conviction by means of grainy photocopies with ludicrous theories, yet somehow he established a few perennials that are kept alive to this day in Hollywood movies and Fox documentaries, Reddit forums, and YouTube channels. Boy, these people are harsh, aren't they? <laughs> um, we're going to skip forward here because it's just more, you know, going after people like uh, flat earthers, holocaust deniers, whatever. Um, the podcast Kingpin Joe Rogan is among the doubters. So too is YouTuber Shane Dawson. I don't know who that Shane Dawson is, but anyway. Um, a sociology professor in New Jersey was exposed last year for telling his students that the landings were fake. You know what? What does it matter when we've got uh, kids who are, what is it, in Michigan? They decided that, um, uh, well, to be inclusive, we need to put litter boxes in the uh in the um the restrooms for children because it helps for the kids who identify as cats are you kidding me so you're gonna say that that is less crazy than a sociology professor in new jersey who was quote exposed last year for telling his students the landings were fake really we're putting litter boxes in bathrooms for children at school because we want them to feel included when they come and say, hey, I'm not actually, you know, Johnny from down the block. I'm a, I'm a cat. Really? Really? That's actually crazier? Oh, you know, podcast kingpin Joe Rogan. Nah, you know, Mr. Ivermectin himself. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Let's see when this was written. This is from theguardian.com, so definitely not a necessarily conservative uh, piece here. Um, it was written, okay, so Wednesday, the July 10th, 2019. So it's not really that old, but um, Richard Godwin, he definitely has a slant, doesn't he? Anyway, um, let's see. Let's just continue on. Um, turns out British people love conspiracy theories, too. You know what? I don't understand why it had to be just Americans. So, you know, hey, if the British, why wouldn't they be in on it? I mean, you know, like, why, why wouldn't they love a conspiracy theory? I think lefties and liberals think that, oh, everything is conspiracy theory without understanding that it was the CIA who coined the phrase so that no one would question the JFK assassination. Hmm, interesting. Isn't that weird? But, uh, you know, lefties and, and liberals always love to throw that out. Oh, it's just conspiracy theory. Well, I think if the last two years have taught us anything, um, it's that a lot of these conspiracy theories have come out to be true. So who knows? I don't know about the moon landing. Maybe that's just really conspiracy theory but it says it turns out british people love conspiracy theories too last year they're just as dumb as this freaking americans 
Last year, the daytime sh TV show uh, This Morning welcomed a guest who argued that no one could have walked on the moon as the moon is made of light. Well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know about all that. Martin Kenny claimed, in the past you saw the moon landings and there was no way to check any of it. Now, in the age of technology, a lot of young people are now investigating for themselves. The moon landings were staged. 4% believe the hoax theory was definitely true, 12% say it was probably true, and a further 9% registering as I don't know. Moon hoaxism was more prevalent among the young. Young, 21% of the 24 to 35-year-olds. Oh, look at that, guys. 35-year-olds. They still consider some of us young. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm at 35. Uh, agreed that the moon landings were staged compared to 13% of over 55s. Well, I wonder why that is. The over 55s were there. The, in, they were. It was their era. Uh, I mean, how much older than 55, right? Like we're talking the seven, you know, 70s. Are they in their 70s? Because that was their era. They would remember. Um, anyway, anyway, I don't know. Uh, of course, you know, they say that, oh, you know, there are no stars visible in the picture. Um, I've heard though, you know, it, that's because essentially, yeah, I don't remember. I, <laughs> there's, you can't see the stars. I think was, the reason was because, um, uh, the camera can't pick up the light that like, it doesn't have the, the capability of picking up those light sources. Um, back then like it didn't have the capability it's not the hubble telescope right and that is that still out there i think it got lost after a while right recently i think hubble tuned out i don't know anyway i think that was the reason like it, it just couldn't it didn't have the capability of picking that up but if that's the case um then uh how do we get there if we didn't have capability to pick up the stars did it have the capability of flying back that is not the getting to the moon that i think a lot of people have the problem with it's the getting back from the moon uh anyway you know uh let's see what else it has casings original queries are fueling this one is the fact that no stars are visible in the pictures another is the lack of blast crater under the landing module a third is to do with the way the shadows fall people who know what they're talking about have wasted hours explaining such anomalies they are to do with, respectively, camera exposure times, the way thrust works in a vacuum, and the reflective qualities of moon dust. Yet this, oh, yet until his death in 2005, Casing maintained that the whole thing was a fraud filmed in a TV studio. It's well documented that NASA was often badly managed and had poor quality control, he told Wired in 1994. But as of, but as of 1969, we could suddenly perform manned flight upon manned flight with complete success. It's just against all statistical odds. He was right about that, at least. When the Soviets launched Sputnik 1 in October of 1957, followed one month later by Sputnik 2 containing Latka, the dog, the U.S. space program was all but non-existent. NASA was founded in 1958 and managed to launch Alan Shepard into space in May of 1961. But when John F. Kennedy announced that the U.S. should commit itself to achieve the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning to him safely to Earth, it seemed like a stretch. By the mid-1960s, NASA was consuming more than 4% of the U.S. federal budget while the Soviets were achieving more firsts. The first woman in space, 1963. The first extra vehicular activity, i.e. spacewalk, 1965. The Americans experienced various setbacks, including... Uh, 
a launch pad fire that killed three Apollo 1 astronauts. If you have ever been to the Science Museum in London, you will know that the lunar module was basically made of tinfoil. Apollo 8 had orbited the moon in 1968, but as Armstrong remarked, correcting course and landing on the moon was far and away the most complex part of the flight. He rated walking around on the surface 1 out of 10 for difficulty despite the problems he had with the TV cable wrapping around his feet, but I thought the lunar descent was probably a 13, he said. That is until you compare it with the difficulty of maintaining a lie to the entire world for five decades without a single slip from any NASA employee. You know, that's funny um, because there are... Uh, <laughs> There are gag orders, right? I don't think this clown knows how things work, but um, there are also uh, NDAs. Um, it's it's not unlike the U.S. military to silence people who have seen extraterrestrial uh, activity or what they presume is extraterrestrial activity. Um, we know this because now they're starting to come out and talk about it, especially since... Um, some of the footage was released and the Pentagon, I mean, we know that the Pentagon wasn't going to say one way or the other, but um, the fact that they don't really know what they're looking at, um, you know, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. But we know that they're forcing them to be silent and you know what, um, it depends on the level of the threat, but never forget that the U.S. government has all the money and all the resources to keep you silent, okay? Um I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If they want to shut you up, they will. They will figure out a way. Okay. So anyway, that's kind of interesting. So we've got one guy who made this this claim that it was a hoax, and it took off. And now you know you've got you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people all around the world that say, yeah, you know, these questions are not sufficiently answered. Um, did we actually land on the moon? Um, but it does bring up good points. How is it that um, we went from having, you know, basically no space program in the late 50s to having somebody land and then take off again on the moon? Again, we can't completely rule out the fact of Operation Paperclip. Uh, German engineering is incredible. I think the entire world knows that the Germans excel at um, uh, engineering and, and they really do amazing things with science. Um, and so when they brought these Nazi scientists over, um, here we are. So it, was it possible? Maybe. Did we get there? I don't know. That's for you guys to decide. Okay. So that being said, I really hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you again on Monday. As always, stay deplorable patriots, love and God bless. <laughs>